I am telling you, it's a strange thing to have really got caught up on. Uh huh. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately, and I don't know why. It seems I think like maybe they're, it's just they're on your brain a lot. They are on my brain a lot, and maybe yeah. it's because of you bringing it up the other day, seeing so many of them, and then you know we briefly talked mm-hmm. about it. But it's just like now I'm really thinking about it, but what they could actually do, what they could accomplish if they set their minds to it. I mean, it's. I've got other people thinking about it now, too. I brought, it's it's spreading. It's so weird. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to blackspestservices.com. Yes. Fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We do appreciate Black's Pest Services so much. And I know tis the season for pests, Sarah. Tis it every season, though, Greg. Yes, indeed. Because the seasons change and the pests change along with the seasons. Yes, they do. And uh, Black's Pest Services can keep you protected from that. They can come out, inspect your house, make sure nothing's getting in there, especially as the weather starts to turn. They are a great source to go to. And they're just awesome people on top of that. Um, I just put another thing together. Oh, no. This really is on my brain. <laughs> Okay, we'll get into this here in a minute. But anyway, uh, blackspestservices.com. Thank you very much for them being sponsors. We do appreciate them so much. And, of course, go to their Facebook page, hit like, and then you can see the uh, employee of the day, which is always a pet. <laughs> it is, and it's always an adorable Has pet. Ollie been employee of the day? Oh we were God, talking about I this. Know. I think Derek was mentioning this. I don't think we sent in a picture of Ollie as employee of Why, the day. Which picture would we take? There are so many adorable ones. Well, I'll, it's got to be a current one. We can't be faking that. It's got to be a picture, like, from the day. Oh, so it's like when someone uses for their profile picture, like, something from 20 years ago? Like, it yeah. can't be one of those? Yeah. I need to update my LinkedIn profile picture, by the way. I just want to say, I got to get some new headshots. Uh, but yes, just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. No, I need to... Sorry, I'm drinking a Coca-Cola. That's the glass. I was drinking a refreshing iced coffee. Nice. The we both have our beverages. Yeah, I'll try to keep that out of the microphone. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, we'll see if we can do that. We'll make Ollie the dog. See if we can pull we some strings. We need to start a campaign. Yeah, we'll have to have a whole whole campaign to make mm-hmm. it happen. Uh, anyway, blackspestservices.com. Find sponsor for Employment Radio. I appreciate them greatly. All right. I want to get into what what's really on my mind here. Um, I will say Greg's this. Greg's turning his baseball hat around right yeah, now. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Uh, bef- I will say it. it is Thursday, September 24th, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse. That is where we were at. Uh, yeah, you know, it's back to raining. It fe- outside feels fairly normal. Oh, it was pl- I went for my old lady power walk this morning. It was super pleasant. Yeah. It was just perfect, like t-shirt weather. Oh, I miss I miss summer. Don't get me wrong, but I don't miss fires. So, that's why. So, how are you feel? I know that you've always been outspoken about your dislike of the fall season. Yeah. How do you feel right now? Depressed. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I I'm, just I'm happy. happy it's not smoky No, anymore. that's the thing. No, in in reality, yes, I'm I'm so happy that uh that this rain is at least helping those fires to stop that stuff 100%. No, I mean, I I've always talked about this before. Yeah. Fall is not my favorite season. I know for a lot of people, especially in the Northwest, they love fall. It's just I'm I do trying like, to. I like fall a lot. I'm trying to get my mind over it and to switch into that gear. And and you know I do not want to not like it, but it is unfortunately just that time of year where I, I, it kind of ugh, everyone has their, has the doldrum time of year. For yeah, me. everyone has their bummer and, time. I told you mine's spring and it makes no sense. Like like late winter, early spring. Oh, uh, see, that's that's good because then I know summer's on the horizon. Like, oh, yeah. summer's my favorite. Summer is my favorite. I like nice weather. I probably summer's my favorite. I love summer. Summer is my favorite. Well, I should probably move to the southwest or something. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's you know that's fine. But it makes it more um, special, you know, when you're here and you get like the glorious, you know, three sometimes four months of sun until you know I unless you're in the middle more. of a pandemic. Three or, more months I could use. 
and then you I know, would the be, world is on fire or any you know any, I, could, I could do half and half choose your own adventure about what shitty ways this summer has been oh that's fine <laughs> it's very short this year but uh but anyway that's where we are uh so with that uh, yesterday we talked about how we were going to go to get to do something pretty awesome because of sarah's ability to get us into something and we did mm-hmm. you should explain we got to go and so we talked about it yesterday um so we got to go and explore this house which is called the polson house here in portland oregon um so i've always wanted to see the inside of it and if it's if you live or have spent any time in portland it's a very iconic house you can't miss it when you're driving eastbound on the ross island bridge it's just right Mm -hmm. there on the corner and it's been it was yellow for a long number of years and then they uh, they restored it and repainted it so now it's bright blue with uh with white trim and i mean it's just gorgeous i've always seen it from a distance yeah and i've never been close i didn't even know how to get to it i didn't either no, I, I kind, of, kind of a little fig- squirrely way. Yeah, I know. I kind of figured it out. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, well, I think I'm heading toward the right direction. So I was driving. Well, Google it. Maps doesn't even have it the right way. It, yeah, it has a cut, like, cutting straight from the road. It's yeah, like, that's like, not I a connection. Yeah, I can't go. That's not right. As yeah. you like going up the hillside. Um, yeah, so I had to figure it out too. Yeah, kind of wrapped around. I know. I'm, I'm like, I know this is the direction. I see Ross Island Bridge over there somewhere. I'm in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I just kept kind of like following streets that kind of seemed like it, and I ended up at it. So. Yeah. It totally worked. Yeah, but it, it was really cool. That oh, was really cool to get it to see. It was amazing. So, so thank a, you for making that happen. Oh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. This is I mean, that is one of the reasons why I wanted to become a real estate agent because you get access, like legal, uh, like totally okay to do access to go and check out these amazing places that you would never, you know, in normal life get to actually have the opportunity to see. Well, and this was what? One, two, three, four stories? Four, four stories. stories. And then like a double basement. Yes. Like it was weird. The double basement. There was basement a sub basement. Yeah. There was like a. Yeah. It was creepy. It the basement was, so, was super creepy. It was so creepy. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. I don't know. It was odd. I mean, and that house is from. Know, 18, 1891. 1891. Okay. Yeah. So, you know what's weird? The house that we're, we're in right now, where we're broadcasting from, it was only built like 16 years after that. Oh, wow. Like it was built very, you know, not really that long after. Oh, you're right. Yeah, maybe, you're, maybe your guy and, you know. And the Polsons and Johan Polson were, were buddies. Yeah. Have you seen my house? No, I don't think so. I, I don't <laughs> was, think so. It was very grand back in the day, I'm sure. I don't think so. It's a pretty nice chunk of Oh, chunk of I'm not... No, I'm not disputing that. I'm happy mm. for my house and all of that, but... So we're going to yeah, talk about the experience about walking to it? Do you want to do that now or do you want to yeah, talk about Yeah, let's talk about, about that. First? No, let's talk about going through it. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's a historical house so it's, it is a, it's a national historical there we yeah, go yeah registry landmark. or whatever yeah. yeah um so it's got like this old wallpaper in it like that's like peacock so it just like it was peacocks in the wallpaper so it just looks like old money rich it's amazing so i don't even think that was old that might have been like newer might have been redone newer, i mean but it was but it, it looks like flawless, it is. i don't know but i mean the style of it so basically what happened is so we found our way there and we met up there and it's kind of in a i didn't realize there was a cul-de-sac right next to it yeah so that's where you park and, of course, it's up on, you know, a, a little hill, so they have this, you know, giant iron gate. So I got to show Greg, because Greg's never seen me do my real estate things. I've done this, you know, hundreds and hundreds of times now, but Greg got to see me use my magical real estate key and open the lockbox and yeah. get to unlock the gate and be like, all right, we're allowed to be here. Let's yeah. do this. So, yeah, I ended up walking up all the steps and then going into the front door. Of course, take off your shoes. Everyone's wearing masks and um, kind of just wander in. And on the first floor, there's kind of like a grand like living room area, chandeliers and beautiful light fixtures everywhere. Yeah. I mean, woodwork galore. It's just shiny and clean and so pretty. 
Yeah, it was and really then, cool. Yeah, but the first thing we ended up doing was going down into the basement because we found this weird creepy. We found this weird door, so I ended up going down there. And when we're inside the basement, we look and we're already like down. It's dark in the basement. Then we look t- toward the back of it, and there's another set of steps from the basement going even further down. Right. But around a corner into the dark, and there's no light. Around a corner into the darkness with no light. So literally, there's stone stairs. They're very shallow stone stairs that were kind of flat on either side. So it looked basically you could do like a barrel roll. Yeah, so you can bring bring stuff up. Exactly, like roll things up, roll things down. So this is, you know, as old as the house is. So we walked down there. Of course, Greg had to be a turd and freak me out when I turned the corner at one point. Is that video still up? No, that was the one that didn't. Oh, didn't say it. Yeah, I know. I was so pissed. Uh, but I do have one up. If you go to um, my Instagram page, Sarah Stillen, you can see uh, some of the tour. But um, yeah, so I went down into the sub basement, which leads down into one of the garages, and then ended up going back up through the house. There's stained glass everywhere. You could see the Ross Island Bridge. It's so weird to be inside of the house that I've seen for you know two decades and be like from the inside looking out. Yeah, that I think was the trippiest thing, like looking at the Ross Island Bridge. Yeah. Also, it's very loud. It is. It's very loud. It's very loud. The windows are are, are like pretty solid though. You can't yeah, really hear it in the house. Yeah, it's it's, it's protected down there. The but yeah, you go outside. It's like oh well, you're in the middle of a freeway right here. Yes, uh, but outside the house it is. Inside it was actually pretty. Yeah, well it, it was pretty pretty soundproof inside. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was just really cool and then going through each floor and like seeing all the. Got to go know, into the, the turret. Stuff and, yeah, Greg, the of course, turret at, the, at the top. Greg, of course, has his you know weird like spidey ghost sense thing, and we walked into this particular area. Oh. It's fine. Up in no, we walked in this particular, and Greg all of a sudden got his thing because I've seen him make this face several times before when we've been doing like looking at haunted things or like when we went to the mausoleum and we walked down this particular um, hallway and like this has happened several times with him and he's just like, oh, I don't like that. This is bad. I don't want to be here. And yeah. he kind of got that in one of the <laughs> one of the rooms. There was yeah. There's I don't know. I can't there. explain it, and I don't want to sound like an idiot, you know, to everybody. There was something off about that room. <laughs> There was something very off about that one room, and I did not like that room, and I did not want to be in that room. The rest of it was completely fine. It was very visceral. Like you were just like, "Oh no!" The rest of it was one hundred percent fine. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just walked into there and I'm like, "Nope, uh-uh." <laughs> and there's nothing different looking about that room than any other one. I don't know why it was. It was. I did not like that room. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not. No, I did not. I did not want to be in there. Uh, but otherwise, it was it was totally fine. Uh, I mean, and it really is a stunning house. It was so cool to be able to see it and see like all like the the iron like fireplace decorations. And yeah, was, is that some place that you would live in? Oh, I would ideally want to, but I'd be too scared. I wouldn't do it. That's too much room. There's too many hidey holes. Oh my god, there was the other thing too. Do you remember this? They had one of those things. If any of you are fans of the Haunting of Hill House, when you see that uh, that thing. Um, where they have the room where it like connects basically the speaker tube from one room to the other. Oh, so like yeah, when yeah. the old woman's room when she was six, that way she can call down to the kitchen. They had one of those. Yeah. In there. Yeah, it was in the and hallway. So you on could the very talk, top it was floor. it was in the hallway on or the second second to top one. Yeah, second to top floor. And then it connected all the way down to the kitchen. And so we tried it and it actually worked. It is creaky so you can hear a tinny little like Hello. Bring me a glass of milk. Me? Yes. Yeah. Bring me some milk. That was so... I've never seen one of those in real life. And it totally worked. Could you imagine, like, if you were living at the house and then, like, just Hearing in the middle of the night... Being, like, listening in and just seeing what you hear? Yeah. I wouldn't... No, I, I wouldn't want to live there. I'll be honest. That's just not... Uh, I'd be, too, I'd be too scared, yeah. too. 
In theory, I would like to, but I know once darkness came and I could think about that basement and the sub-basement and all the, you know, the eight bedroom, like the seven bedrooms I'm not in and the multiple closets and staircases. This is also, they had um, uh, servants' entrances. And so there were these weird staircases that would yeah, just... go underground. That go underground where these servants would be able to come into the house, you know, unseen because they should be neither heard nor seen, just go yeah. about their business. So there are these, yeah, these dark staircases that kind of go into the ground. I want to say that I would like, I would like something like that, but I just don't think I would. I just don't think I like. I love the idea of the turret at the very top. That that's my favorite part. I love something open air. I love air. the bathrooms. Anything open air, I'm always for. And the the bathrooms kind of creep me out. Too. The bathrooms are super weird. creepy. Not that I, I now there was any kind of weird feeling. It was just like it was kind of weird to be sitting in the bathtub in that place. Oh, that would. It be... seems like some every murder scene from a movie. And ever. I wish that somebody would take this and make it like a um, like a bed and breakfast. Now that would be something. That cool. would be amazing to have that living room area be like a you know like tables and that would be a really there. good. Yeah, you could definitely do something with that or an Airbnb style thing. I mean, there's so much potential and it has so much yeah. room. So in case anyone has 1.75 million dollars around and laying around and wants to do it, let me be a real estate agent for the love of God. Also, it's zoned for um, commercial and residential. Yeah, which so you can is have good. a business there. Right. So I'm just saying, if you're looking for like an office space and then want to also li- live in a like bitchin' mansion. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was pretty. It was pretty cool to see something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't think I could. I couldn't do it. I mean, in theory, I I would do it. I want to want to do it. Yeah, but I couldn't do it. It's too much. Plus, too if, many if nooks I was gonna, and crannies. Too many nooks and crannies. Yeah, I just I would always be worried about what's on the top floor. <laughs> and I wouldn't want to. And the thing is, that's where I would want to be because of the. That's where the the outdoor, you know, turret thing is. Oh yeah. But then I would always not want to go up there because of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go up there. You're so funny. I don't know. I don't know why I it would just, I already know that's what's going on in my head. I'm like, ah, then the best part of the house, I wouldn't ever want to go up there, especially at night. Cause then I'd be all fucking freaked out and I wouldn't be able to deal with it. Oh, that would be amazing to see in the middle of the night. You would be, but I, I'm not going up there. <laughs> no way. Uh, but anyway, that's, uh, that was really cool. That was very cool to see. Uh, someone's asking, did you drink all of your Coke? Nope, not yet. Because you seem downright bouncy. Trying to power through, man. Uh, so, Also, by the way, just a uh, heads up. If anyone lives in Portland, I believe that uh, that the uh, realtor is holding an open house this weekend. So if you do want to get a chance to peek at it, I think that you might be able to this weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah. So if you want to try, I mean, open houses are a little weird during these times because they can only have a certain amount of people in and, you know, all the regulations and rules and stuff. But I'm just saying, if you were looking at this and like, hey, I kind of want to, I want to take a look at it, then. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay. Go check it out. Uh, You got to figure out the next place that we're going to look at. I know. (laughs) I'm done and done. uh, I don't know how we transition from that back to what I was talking about at the beginning, but here goes the craziness. So the other day you were talking about how. You were noticing there were a lot of squirrels. Oh, there. they're everywhere. They still are. They're they're bold. There are. And they're everywhere. They're traveling in packs. There's they're fighting. They're out. screeching. Yes. They're running around. They're running amok. You're not the only one that's been talking about this. This has been a common theme for people that I know bringing this up to me. Because here's here's the deal. Um, Mike, who I work with for Digital Trends Live, like we're always on a calm together. So it's like that's how I talk to my team. What's when, if you see, so Digital Trends Live is the the live television show I do every morning, and I work with five other people or four other people, excuse me, directly with that that I can talk to at any given time. And we have a system via our phones that's basically an a comms like a communication system for just us. Is it like a walkie-talkie kind of thing? Uh, 
Kind of. You can have it open or closed. So I can turn it on and I can, you have different channels. So you can assign different things. So it's like I have an on-air channel so that I'm not hearing their, them talking. Except for if somebody needs to say something to me, they can talk to me directly. Mm-hmm. But then I turn off the one that they're all chatting on and doing their work on. But yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. So we're, you know, we have those on. And that's how we hang out now <laughs> before, before work. You know, yeah. I used to talk to your coworkers. Well, this is how we do it. We just talk on this thing. So and that's when we start bullshitting. But anyway, started talking. And Mike was complaining about how, because he's in the, his studio that he turned his office into is the uh, top floor at his apartment. And he was, he's been complaining about the damn squirrels because the squirrels apparently. <laughs> it's such an old man thing. The damn squirrels. I don't know if he said it like that, but I'm going to make him sound like that. So I can he, see him saying it like that. There, there are squirrels, though, that apparently have been running back and forth on the roof. And he said it's like, he said, he thinks it's like the baby squirrels that are now trying to learn how to jump. And so they run all the way up to the edge and then some of them will jump and some of them won't. And they jump from the tree back and forth. And I guess it's driving him insane. That's adorable. Oh, no. He said it's. It's driving him insane, like crazy. And so that's when we started talking about it. And I'm like, you know what? What about this? What if, like, you're you're talking about him, like, how, oh, you have, maybe you can wrangle him down. Like, what if squirrels suddenly knew, knew the what? power they had? <laughs> what? Like, what if squirrels all of a sudden got, like, what some kind of do squirrels group have? intelligence? Okay. And that, Think about this. You think about like the world's deadliest animals. You know, you think about like sharks and like a lion, a big bear, or whatever. You are truly I think obsessed with squirrels lately. The world's deadliest animal, if it were smart enough, would be squirrels. Because of the group, because of the group factor in it. If you were standing there and 50 squirrels ran at you, do you think you could win that? We could already you had the squirrel fight argument. We did. Well, you'd ask me you before the show. No, no, we haven't talked to... No, we had the squirrel fight specifically because you asked me how many squirrels I'd be able to take on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I said many. Uh, okay. Well, that's... <laughs> no, you were going toward them becoming self-aware. Well, that's what I'm talking about. If they were self-aware. Yeah, that's a completely different thing than squirrel fights. But this is it. If they are self-aware, the ma- imagine the damage that they could do. They could get into your you, car. You wouldn't be able to drive away. Well, they get into your Jeep for sure. Well, they get into any kind of car. They can chew through anything. They've got razor little sharp teeth. They'd cut off the electricity in a second. You'd have no they they'd be able to sacrifice themselves because they can churn out new ones pretty quick. And so what's a couple of What is of the like gestation period for a squirrel? I don't know. Two weeks beats me. Not long. Like they would be able to like sacrifice a couple into the electrical grid system. They could take that out real quick. Like I think this could be <laughs> something that makes squirrels intelligent would be the scariest thing ever. Okay, so squirrels, uh, their gestation period is between thirty six and forty four days. See, that's what I mean. But they, but a squirrel, Boom. even though it's a relatively short period, a squirrel does not give birth more than once or twice a year. That's still a ton of them that could be <laughs> going around. They can they can lose a couple by throwing them in, you know, and like throwing them into like a transistor or transformer or whatever, and like that fries that squirrel, but it takes out the whole system. They could take that down real quick. So imagine this in the days in the days that goes on that that happens. 
Uh, when what do you think? Are you anticipating like a great squirrel uprising? Well, look, here we're in the year of the apocalypse. All kinds of different crazy things are going on. Uh, who's to say? You know, all the movies always show like, you know, Planet of the Apes, where it's the monkeys that become intelligent or whatever. Well, what if it's the squirrels? What if it's just the squirrels become intelligent? This is what I'm saying. That's a scarier scenario to me than Planet of the Apes. Because the squirrels, there's so many of them. They can get themselves into like little areas. They can, like I said, our electrical grid would be taken down. Our cars would be useless because they just chew all the wires out. Greg, can I let you know something? Yes. Squirrel fact. Squirrels can find food buried beneath a foot of snow. They'll eat all of our food. Our food storages will be gone. Because they can go through that, they can chew right into that, and they'll contaminate it or they'll eat it. So we'll, they'll get rid of our food, they'll cut off our power, they'll cut off our transportation. I need you to tell me the terror for each one of my squirrel facts. So that's what you're saying, is they're, since they can even find food throughout a foot of snow, they, they won't can find co- anything. You can't say, yeah, you can't bury your food enough. You can't keep your food safe. Squirrel fact. Yes. A squirrel's front teeth never stop growing. Boom, there you go. That's why the thing, those little razor sharp bastards, and they could probably, if they were smart enough, they could tribe them down even sharper to where you'd have like attack ones who would go after people because think about that. You have squirrels running at you. Boom, you knock down a couple, bam, bam, and then one whoop, jump, jumps right on the back and like just takes oh, out your Achilles heel. Oh, that weird, yeah, that thing there. You could just go. Yeah. yeah. Bam, you collapse and then they just whoop, swarm. So you're not going to win a fight. Against. Well, plus of the teeth cut, so I guess that they have them because they fi- they get filed down from all their chewing. But if one of the squirrels is super vindictive and just doesn't chew, it's just like has somebody else chew his food for him, and it just keeps growing and growing. So it's like this big long teeth talons in the mm-hmm. front. And yeah, could be specialized. So that's that's the thing. Squirrel fact. Yes, they zigzag to escape predators. That's what I mean. They mm-hmm. they can zigzag. You can't throw anything at them. I mean, you can take out a few. Don't get me wrong. You can take out a few squirrels. I'm not saying that. One on one, yeah, I could take down a squirrel. One on twenty, I don't. I don't like my chances. Oh no, you'd get. I don't devoured. like my chances on that. All right. Ooh, I like this squirrel fact. Squirrels may pretend to bury a nut separate from the other nuts to throw off potential squirrel other squirrel thieves. That's true. Yeah, they do. They do you do that. do that? So they're smart. So they I do that in my apartment sometimes. Like I'll leave something what? out, but then like bury the rest of my treasure in someplace else completely different. What? Yeah, so if anyone gets in, like they think that they found my treasure, but they If they're haven't. already watching you, then wouldn't they know where it I've is anyway? places. But they would know where it's going. Okay. Uh, anyway, they... Yeah, so they're smart enough to like set traps, essentially. If mm. you have one squirrel, that, that's what they're saying by that. Also scary another situation where you'd be like okay I, sweet I got a bunch of them cornered and then boom surprise whoosh, they jump down from the trees and they're latching on to you and they're all in your hair and yeah chewing off your ears squirrels are acrobatic intelligent and adaptable squirrel yep. fact acrobatic that's one of the key things squirrels get chunky monkey to stay during, uh, warm during the winter hmm that might be your only time actually that's a good thing because that means they might be a little bit lethargic and plus if they're eating all of our food that could be a that would be something that would be to our advantage if they're getting a little you know roly poly and slow, but I still think that they're going to figure that out pretty quick. They're going to keep themselves pretty active and get a good workout routine going. Greg, did you know that in Greek the word squirrel means shadow tail? Oh, I thought you were going to say tree death. That would be probably shadow tail. Tree death sounds better though. Squirrel fact: Do yeah. you know the hind legs of squirrels are double jointed? Which gives them the ability to run up and down trees very quickly. Again, or up and down a person over and over as they take you down and, and you know, ride you to the ground like a tree that's been knocked over. Did you know that squirrels only have four toes on their front feet? 
feet. However, they have five toes on their back. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that is. Do you know there are 285 species of squirrels? They can be found on every continent except for Antarctica and Australia. There's some big squirrels There are no squirrels there. in Australia? Weird. Squirrel fact. They don't have squirrels? It says with 285 species of squirrels, they can be found on every continent except Antarctica and Australia. Huh. Interesting. Have you ever seen, like, the big gray squirrels? They're huge. Oh, the ones in, like, Florida? Huge. Well, there's ones in Florida, but, I mean, there's ones here, too. Gray squirrels. I mean, they are... I haven't seen them here in Portland. <gasps> Not... We mostly have, like, the brown ones. Do you know that squirrels use their tail no both for balance and as a parachute when jumping or falling? They use their tails as parachutes. Can you imagine? Squirrel you fight. walk outside and all of a sudden you've got, like, ten of them. Parachuting <sighs> down. All aiming towards you. With their razor-sharp claws and their yep. teeth that never stop growing. Yep. All with their claws oh, out God. and their teeth, like, aimed at you as you're running down the street. Yeah. Just jumping yeah. on you. Yeah. I've thought of that. That's not good. Wow. Squirrels' eyes are positioned in a way which allows them to see behind them. See, fuck this. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> squirrels are the scariest creatures on Earth if they became intelligent enough to like coordinate. Squirrel, squirrel fact. They can jump a, a distance of up to 20 feet. Again, it's just proving my point. They are nature's scariest animal. If. And they're easily trainable. Did you know in 2005, for the remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, for the squirrel scene, the squirrels were not CGI, but in fact real life and were professionally trained by the Nut Room Animal Trainer and his team who spent 19 weeks training the squirrels for their big scene. What's the lifespan of a squirrel? Hmm, I don't Can know. Can you give me that fact? Can you check that for me? Can you squirrel check that one? Yes, I'm going to do a squirrel check. Uh, because that's something that... I'm wondering about that. They spent 19 weeks training squirrels. Like That's a, that's a long time training these squirrels. What's their... What's Five the, to ten years. Oh, okay. Actually, that's longer than I thought. Mm-hmm. All right. So you can have a squirrel for quite a while. I know we've got, you know, uh, our friends in Florida, like Trudy. She's friends with the squirrels. Trudy has there. tons of, of squirrel friends. Yeah, she's, but she would be somebody you definitely want to be friends with during the squirrel apocalypse because maybe they would spare her. But I'm just saying it's it's scary. It's it's something to really think about, you know? Well, Greg, you do have a lot in common with squirrels because you're squirrely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not today, Squirrel Master. Uh, but yeah, it's it's something, you know, that I, I've been thinking. I really think we should all think about it a little bit. Just be, have it in the back of Just your mind. Just be aware. So like be when aware. you see squirrels, don't be like, oh, look at the beautiful little. The way the chemicals work nowadays, you never know what's going to actually work and react with somebody. You know, the environment's changing. Maybe this is the time of the squirrel and we just didn't even know it. So it's the enemy that was sitting right beneath our feet and we didn't even realize it. Or right in the tree, you see it walking around. You have a squirrel superhighway in the front of your house. I do have a squirrel superhighway because I've got a, there's a power line in front of my house and they, and you can see it in the shadow of his blinds. All of a sudden you'll see something go yeah. right back. I see the shadow of death. Right it is seriously my... like they, that's how they like travel. I think that you have one of the main like squirrel highways in Portland. Oh yeah. No, it's, they're always running across. Yeah. That, that power line, it connects and I've to, seen, like, two squirrels connect to going, some I, other tree down the way that like heading toward each other. And then one of them turned around and ran back the other way because they were like both using the same lane. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll have, like, the impasses where it's, like, the somebody will have to turn. Yeah. Exactly. So it shows, like, the stronger of the squirrels, like, yeah. which one. Yeah, I don't know. The other thing that happened this morning, I do need to talk to Black Pest Services about it, is when I was down in the basement this morning and I was getting ready to do my show, something sounded like something moved. Oh, God. I don't know. What? How big of a... I mean, I've been doing some work down there, so I've got some, like, building these shelves, so I have, like, some boxes. Maybe the box shifted. 
by itself in your basement? Yeah, I don't know what's in the cupboard with someone there with me. Did you look in the box? I looked around, but I mean, it's not like I saw anything. I don't know if it was a squirrel or... We know it's not a squirrel. It could be a squirrel. Squirrels are... No, it, it, I don't think it would be a squirrel because a squirrel would be fighting to get out. Something else fights to get in. Oh. Yeah, that's definitely... Derek, I'm going to have to send you a message here. I mean, because technically you did say you, you saw one the other day, right? Not a squirrel. Yeah, black, that was outside. That was coming yeah. from an area that, from the murder shed. So I got to work on that. Oh, hello, my friend. Sorry. Sorry, Greg. Yeah, that's not going to end well. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up. Hey, guess what, Greg? We got another Guinness World Record. Is that like all you look up? That's all that there is, by the fucking way. Unless you want to have like horrific stories of things ending terribly for people, I'm trying my best over here. A Texas woman has won a Guinness World Record for collecting 1,622 tubes of lip balm. The, the clincher is they're different kinds of lip balm. So she actually has uh, over 1,600 different types of I, lip balm. I'm looking up lip balm. You don't need to. You don't need to. G- yeah, I'm looking up lip balm record right, just so, so I can Lubbock, add a visual to this. Lubbock, Texas, Chelsea Jarabek said her actual collection of lip balm includes more than 1,800 pieces, but Guinness does not count duplicate pieces, so the record was established well, at Well, yeah, you can't just have duplicates. Well, Jarabek said that she has been collecting lip balms since she was 11 years old. Uh, she says, my aunt collects Pez, and she has a whole huge collection. So, you know, as a kid, you want to be like all the adults in your life. Uh, so she said she started her collection when she was young, and has it's been snowballing from there. So she said that she has had to install special cabinets in her house to display her collection. That's a weird, that's a weird thing. It is weird. Um, did, two things. Yes. One, did you know people from Lubbock, Texas are called Lubbockites? That sounds about right. Lubbockite. I would think it'd be a Lubbocker. No, a Lubbockite. That's, I would think Lubbockite. So I'm a Lubbocker. Mm-mm. Lubbockite? Yeah, that makes sense to me. No, Lubbocker sounds better, but I understand. What do you ways. think you have mo- the most of something right now that you could be close to having a Guinness World Record for? Oh, I don't have... Um, I wonder what the biggest collection of sunglasses you know, is. I, I don't really have anything that's too much. I used to have an eraser collection. I still have that. But it's not like anywhere near. That was something I collected for a little while when I was a kid. Oh, I could do this easily. The largest collection of sunglasses consists of 2,000. Where are you at? Realistically. No, realistically. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Your oven is full of sunglasses. Because My oven, oven is not full of sunglasses. Probably like. What's in your kitchen cabinets? Shoes. Oh, shoes. That's right. I would say if I had to make a loose estimate, I would probably have about at least 80 pairs. Good Lord. At least. That's a lot of pairs of sunglasses. Yeah, I used to have a tray that um, that they sit in, but now they've actually like moved off of the tray as well, so it's just kind of like a sunglass mountain. But I don't want to get rid of any of them. I mean, some of them I've had for so long, like what? they circulate back when's in the When's the style. last time you've ever worn them? 
Well, I have them when I need them. You're also the person who likes fall. Like, you don't need sunglasses all the time. Yes, I do. It's still sunny outside. You wear them all the time. Do you? You wear 80 different pairs of sunglasses. No, but I like to have them just in case. I've given them away sometimes. And also people give them to me, and I buy them. I have a problem. All right, next up, out of New York City. Investigators of the New York's Metropolitan Transportation Authority, or the MTA, say a group of employees were have found to have been maintaining an illegal man cave that they kept in a storage room beneath the subway in New York City. What's wrong with that? What have they done wrong? Well, they had, like, so this is... Um, this is a storage room where they have, like, a team... Were they doing this during work hours? Yes, I believe so. Oh. I mean, I don't think they'd be in trouble if it was, like, something... Plus, it's, like, not their property. That's, like, city property. Yeah, but, I mean, you know what? Underneath New York, there's, like, the well, somebody people... Snitched. And there's, like, all the different stuff that goes on down somebody there. Somebody snitched, because the MTA Inspector General... So this is somebody who was, like, probably didn't get invited to the man cave. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. I uh, said investigators were acting on mm. an anonymous tip to discover a storage room at the Grand Ryan Central... Ryan has a room, and he has a TV in there. <laughs> <laughs> so this is below the Grand Central Terminal... And this room contained a man cave outfitted with a futon, a TV with a streaming service, a refrigerator, microwave, exercise equipment, air conditioning, wow. and more. I mean, okay. Yeah. yeah so I mean, he said, yeah, so the MTA, uh, the MTA general inspector said many <laughs> New Yorkers fantasized about sitting in a prime piece of Manhattan real estate, especially when we were That's what I'm saying. That's kind of a great idea. Like, like, but few would have, few would commandeer a secret room beneath the Grand Central Terminal and have it made into their very own man cave, sustained with MTA resources and maintained at the public transportation yeah, right, writer's yeah, you, expense. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. But at the same time, it's kind of cool. Uh, let's see. So the man cave was located beneath a locked door. Uh, <laughs> In a locksmith shop storage room, uh, if you're familiar with New York, in New York it says below track 114 at Grand Central. It was not known to station management until the snitch snitched. Uh, Ryan has a refrigerator and he goes down there and, and you takes naps. You all with it. He's screaming and he has air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> well, three MTA employees, a wireman, a carpenter, and an electrician have been suspended without Oh, pay. yeah, that makes sense. You got like a super group kind of in there. In connection with the investigation. Uh, MTA officials say a project is now underway to map off the rooms at Grand Central to ensure that they are all being used for their proper uses, not for fun. I feel like this next story is... I feel like there's worse things in the world than this, but okay. I think That just sounds like a whole lot of jealousy. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I'm obsessed with the stories about the about mole people and people mm-hmm. living under the streets in New York. Yeah. I've read that... that, that I don't, the whatever like the act, true story that's loosely phrased about that woman who actually traveled below the city in the 1980s and like made friends with all these mole people yeah. in other communities mm-hmm. I am just honestly fascinated by that I've read that book probably like four times it's still interesting to me yeah I watched the movie the movie was not that interesting how much of it is true do you think um I don't know there were a lot of liberties that were taken so this woman I think she wrote it in like early 90s late 80s and she um a lot of the truth of it was kind of speculated yeah. by a lot of people as to, you know, because then basically, like, toward the end of it, she was saying she was being hunted and, like, there was a, there was, um, like, a bounty on her to try and, like, because they didn't want to be discovered down in the tunnels. Hmm. You know, there's more people in Las Vegas as well. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah, by Jennifer Toth. That was her name. Life Beneath the Tunnels. I find that so interesting. It says thousands of people live in the subway, railroad, and sewage tunnels that form the bowels 
of New York City, and this book Bowels is about them. New York City. The so-called mole people, they live alone in, in communities and subway tunnels and below subway p- platforms, and this fascinating study presents how and why people move underground, who they are, what they have to say about their lives, and the topside world, and what they've left behind. Would you go live with the mole people? I would want to go see the mole people. Every time I'm in... Do you? Every time I'm in New York, I look at the subway tracks for, like, holes going down into the ground. Seriously, I'm... Nothing good's going to go on down there. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I absolutely know. I think you'd know. check it out. I don't think you'd go down Oh, there. I would... Abs- if I got invited to go, I would absolutely go. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think you should. Hmm. Well, when I make mole people friends and you don't, I'll have the last laugh. Or be murdered. Next stop out of India. Which I... This is... This seems very far-fetched to me. So... I want to know if you think that this is... I mean, I guess it's possible, because this is what he said happened. Headline reads, Indian man accidentally swallows his entire toothbrush while brushing his teeth. I don't like these kinds of stories. But how does that even happen? No, it didn't happen. That didn't happen. So doctors uh, in a bizarre incident were able to remove a toothbrush from a man's stomach after he says he accidentally swallowed it while he uh-huh. was brushing his teeth. Sure he did. The 39-year-old unarmed man said, oh, unarmed, unnamed man, said he was trying to clean his tooth cavities. That's a weird way to put it. Uh, when the brush slipped out of his hand and he swallowed it. It's like a very small tooth. Maybe it was a very small toothbrush. Like one of those I little travel I ones. I mean, maybe. Those little travel ones. Getting way back in there. You know what I've... All- I did have a travel toothbrush to kind of freak me out because it popped off once because it had like the cap. Was well, it just the top that fell down or you send the whole It said the toothbrush, but me- remember those travel toothbrushes? I, they still have them where you take off the top and then it attaches to the bottom. Yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. But it can sometimes unpop, so maybe that was it. Like, I mean, it was a travel toothbrush and the top mm-hmm. one popped. Oh. Well, his family members rushed him to a clinic. Um, so another surgeon, uh, yeah, so a surgeon says that the brush got into his stomach. They were able to remove it, and the patient is doing well. I just don't think that's... It doesn't sound right. I went to the dentist yesterday, actually. You know what? Can I tell you something that was super embarrassing? Yeah. I was like, you know, because when you go out and you're actually, like, in public for a minute and you see people, because I was going to stop by the office, too, and just be like, oh, maybe somebody's there and I'll say hi. Why not? Uh, so I tried to put on, like, a nice shirt. Plus, we're going to be going to see our thing anyway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I got there. I lay down in the chair, and the dentist guy walks in. I'm like, oh, yeah, hi, hi. And I look down. A fucking burrito all over my shirt. <gasps> you have no awareness when you're eating. Like, you have food. Like, well, I don't I don't go out anymore. Like, I wear the same clothes. Honestly, I don't I mean, you're not je- a messy person. I don't person. wash my jeans that often anymore because I don't go anywhere. You're not a me- like, super so, messy person by nature, but, like, for some reason with food, it's like you have no feeling on your face. It's not true. That's not true. It's not always that bad. It was just bad yesterday. Greg, you always have food all over your face and on your shirt. Have you eaten anything today? Yes. In that shirt? Yes. I don't believe it. You were wearing another shirt over that probably when you were eating. I was not. I <laughs> That's was wearing a lying this shirt. voice. It's not a lying voice. I was wearing <laughs> this shirt. It's a lying voice. But yeah, and then I looked down and it's like splatters. And then I had to say something because then I feel gross because somebody's going to be standing over me <gasps> for like the next hour, you know, doing work. And I'm like, oh man, I can't believe I, I, I just noticed I have food on my shirt. And, you know, and I'm going back like, to the toothbrush thing uh, when Mr. Jenks said that toothbrush got in through the back door. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's something amiss about this Something's story. Something's off on that. And then Tony points out the fact, probably, this is why you order dry burgers, Greg, why you don't like condiments, because you always get it all over you. Oh, uh, well, I would if I, yeah, if I didn't order it dry. 
Hundred percent, that would probably. Happen. I mean, I've seen Greg eat. And he's not like a monster eating, but he, you know, he hides when he eats. But I've seen him get food in his hair that it doesn't even make any sense. I don't know how it like would possibly get close enough to your hair that's like near your eyes that you would get food in it. It makes no sense. I don't know about that. That doesn't sound right. All right, I have one more story. This is about a tacky wedding RSVP. An RSVP card that was for a wedding has come under fire online with people branding the requests on the list being as, uh, named as tacky because they were offering guests better food the more money that they gifted them at their wedding. Oh. So it was a sliding scale of what kind of food they were allowed to eat at the wedding based on how much money they were giving the bride and groom for their gift. I appreciate it. It's very tacky. But uh, what is what kind of food was being offered? I'm so glad you asked. So the RSVP asks guests to circle the amount of money they intend to give as a gift. <laughs> the amount of money they give will equate to the quality of food they receive. That's fucked up. Those who provide more money will be given a better meal. The card reads, so that we may prepare your preferred dinner, please circle your gift level and indicate a meal choice for each person in your party. <laughs> then it goes down to break down four gift levels. Loving gift, silver gift, golden gift, or platinum gift. Uh, let's see, so the first level, the loving gift, gets you a dinner of roast chicken or swordfish, but you have to pay up to $250 in order to receive that. Wait, that's the first level? That's the first level. The silver <laughs> gift... Which is set between $251 and $500. Whoa! They are also offered either roast chicken or swordfish, as above. Uh, but they can also choose from a sliced sp- a steak or a poached salmon. At the golden For level... For $250, how much dollars? To, uh, to $500. Oh, no, how much to- do you give at a wedding? I usually buy presents or... I don't know. That seems like a lot. All right, well, let me finish. All right, so at the golden level, which costs $501 to $1,000, or by cost, I mean gift donation, they have the option of any of the above meals, as well as filet mignon or lobster tails. Yeah, I can get my own lobster tail for $1,000. But if you're feeling super fancy, you can splurge on the platinum gift, which is from $1,001 to $2,500. With that, you shall dine on a two-pound lobster while drinking from a souvenir champagne goblet. A souvenir champagne goblet. (laughs) Fuck these people. Fuck these people. Yeah, so there you have it. (laughs) Wow. So minimum, you got to pay two hundred fifty bucks to go to this wedding, and you I'll get what eat. a piece of I would chicken. Put, I'd just eat some granola bars in my purse. And yeah, I, yeah, I would it. not eat. Yeah. What is their bar? How's the bar work? Oh, work. If they're doing this for the food, I highly doubt they're going to have an open bar. I'm not going to this wedding. No, I'm just not going. Nobody wants to go to that wedding. No. <laughs> I'd be busy that weekend. <laughs> so there you have it. Good wedding ideas for you. <laughs> There's your world of crazy. Thousand dollars. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Good lord. People are crazy. Yes. Good lord. Good lord. Good lord, man. All right. I'm not sure where else to go here. I mean, what I really want everyone to take away, though, from this today is something that's very important. Something that I think that we should all be thinking about, and that's just what if the squirrels did get intelligent? 
What oh. if they start working together? All right. So what now if they you, coordinate? Do you fear the squirrels? I think I've spent a good half hour talking about that. No, but you never like confessed that you were actually quite terrified of them. You were just bringing up the what ifs. I'm terrified of if. I think it's coming. The great squirrel I mean, uprising still more is approaching. Way. Yeah, it's approaching. They're gonna have like little like suits of armor and stuff. What oh, happened to the murder so Oh, they would not be cute. They'd be so cute. No. No, they would not. Mm-hmm. Not at not at whatever, all. Whatever happened to the murder hornets? What did happen to the murder hornets? I don't know. Maybe they happened between other horribly traumatic Where did they things. Go. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call five oh three five seven five nine one two zero. Thank you so much everyone for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to check out Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City Radio. Oh, Aaron also got a bunch of uh, new ghost hunting equipment, and he said that he's willing to either come to my apartment, which, of course, he totally can, or come back to your place. Oh, See maybe how the pandemic has affected up. those on another plane. Here's my one Maybe thing they're about equally th- depressed, Greg. Here's my one thing about that. What? Now that I don't really leave here, I don't know if I want to stir anything up here. You'd be less lonely. What, you think I'm lonely? No, I'm just kidding. Aren't we Do all? Do I seem lonely? Aren't we all? Oh. So fall wasn't bad enough. Oh, butternuts. I don't like fall. I gotta switch my mindset on Yes, that. you do. Like, seriously, that's helping nothing. Uh, it lasts just forever. Say it. I love it. Forever. 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 Thanks, everybody. Tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. Bye, friends. Oh, wait, real quick. For those of you that listen live, um, and I apologize, Portland at the Movies sent a new episode, and then we had all kinds of crazy stuff go on, and then I didn't play it. Uh, but they have a new episode that is up that you can take a listen to, and uh, you know what they cover? Fire in the Sky. <gasps> oh, that movie fucked me up. It's kind of a weird way. It did. It terrified it. me. I was never afraid of aliens until I saw that movie. Say that again like you just said it. I was never afraid of yelling no, until no, I saw that No, no, not that. That movie fucked me up. Yeah, that's not how you did it before, but anyway. Uh, but yes, we will play that for uh, live listeners here right after this. So if you stick around for just a minute, you can do that. You can also join the subscribers, or excuse me, the supporters club. I keep doing that. Not for $6.99 a month. There, <laughs> next week is free. <laughs> Watch out for the squirrels. All right, bye.